and you know it's it's give it and you know I guess celebration that's fine but I guess yeah be a certain level to it right I, I think so I mean there has to be um, in some shape or form some kind of like humbleness and so um, you know when he struck out on the first one you know he was upset sure uh, a little upset with himself but uh, was the first one or second one but you know I mean it happens. And that's the thing is that, but like I, I told him, you know, you got to be, if you're going to start talking crap, you got to do take it. it. You got to be able to do it all the way through, even when you're losing. You got to be able sure. to take it. You can't just like start throwing a fit when you're, you're you're down and out. Yeah. And it might not happen today, but, it, you know, eventually it's going to happen. Um, with the other other kids, um, there was another kid who, who took a... He's, he swung out on his first, and then when another kid on the other team swung out, he yelled out, "Out, you're out!" And I said, "I was like, hey, did you like it when you when you struck out?" He yeah. said, "No." I was like, well, "I bet you that kid doesn't feel like like, he, like he's enjoying his time right now." He's like, "Oh yeah, probably not." It was his own teammate. No, it was another kid. kid. Yeah, other team. And but there also is. I mean, that's that's part of sports. I kind of feel in the same sense too. It's just I don't know. It's hard to gauge. You know what I mean? It's hard. Sure. Um, I don't want my kids to grow up and. and Anybody on my team to be like a, you know, like a Jalen Ramsey. You know what I mean? Like he talks a lot of crap. You know, like a bit too a, much, yeah. a little too much. Um, but there has to be some, you know. Yeah, I get the get excited part of it. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, it's kind of hard. I mean, if if they're watching major league sports and that's what they're doing, yeah. At that point, that's their idol, right? Right. And so if they see them doing celebrations that maybe they shouldn't be doing, like they're gonna want to mimic that and be like, oh. This person is doing it. I want to be like him, so I'm gonna do that too if I make it. Right. I mean, and that's and that's like Conor McGregor, right? One of the baddest guys in the yeah. planet. You know, he's um, he talks a lot of crap, does it all the way up to the fight, and he usually he's pretty humble after the fight, regardless if he wins or, or loses. Yeah. Um, which is it might just be to sell tickets or whatever the case yeah, is. It's the hype and the game plan, right? Um, but you, you know, it's, it's just it's one of those things. It's it's hard to um, it's hard because. Everybody's not going to be this, you know, humble, you know. So there's going to be teammates on the other side who, who are going to be talking crap every once in a while. Sure. And I, I also want to prepare my kids for that too. You know what I mean? So. Well, he'll get a taste of it for sure as he keeps on playing because there's going they're going to go up against another team that they're going to be better than this team. Oh yeah. And they're going to be, you know, balling and they're going to be talking shit the whole time. Right. And that's when he's going to get a taste of what it's like. Right. You know, and then he's not going to like that feeling. And that's when you can remind him, remember that feeling? You know? Yeah. And that's why you don't do it. Yeah. But in the same sense, you know, like I said, I mean, he did hit inside the park home run. He played catcher the whole game. Um, oh, yeah. Which is really hard. <laughs> he wore one. I'm saying he wore yeah. one in the face. He wore the, on the last pitch, too. Yeah. I mean, there was two outs. Um, uh, count was loaded, so all he needed was... Uh, to play that last one, but he got a ringer in the, in the helmet. Um, um, but you know the other team went out, went with three catchers, and then they all, they all got yeah. pulled out because yeah. I mean he did great. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I don't know, weird. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one of those things. I guess you you learn with it, right? The as whole, it goes. Yeah. But. Man, I, I'm looking rough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, give me a give me a headshot right there. Yeah. Okay, I, look at, I am looking heathen. 
Yeah, here. I guess this is the rich detail. We're back here. In, I'm just here saying. I looked shit. down. I just looked down. I was like, oh my god, this is what people are looking at right now. Hey man, that's why I said you sure you want to go live? <laughs> you know, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> I was trying to be nice, bro. You know what? But authenticity, baby. <laughs> authenticity. <laughs> Uh, but once again, man, we want to join. Uh, thank you guys for joining us live. We are on Autumn Block Radio, Postal Pacific, where, where paradise, paradise lives. You are currently in possession of it. Of it. Of it. <laughs> DJ live from the Bay Area. Smashing nothing but the hits. It's DJ Green. You're tuned in to Autumn Block Radio. What's good, everybody? This is Poetic from the 685. And you are rocking with my also DJ Green on Adam Block Radio. DJ Green. Oh, really? Oh, you all, all right? right? Oh, yeah. 
that, that's a rare occasion. Yeah, like, yeah. Bartender. Uh, oh no, that the uh, eight hundred five went down the wrong pipe or something. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I think it went down the right pipe. <laughs> no, I think the whiskey went down Ooh. the same pipe. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, but hey. I just want to let you know our newest bartender just basically told everybody that you threw up. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. He took that time. <laughs> <laughs> did you clean your mess? I did. Well, no, I didn't. But. I'll get to that. I wanted to, I heard you guys talking here and the show was going south. Uh, Fuck you, <laughs> dick. <laughs> uh, but that's CCF. Yeah, we already happened. talked about CCF. Yeah. So, um, I heard for the last three minutes. So I think Rich is, uh, we we're talking about Corona real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I did see something. I think they said 13? 13 dead no, in, Washington, in Washington in an elderly home. Kind of crazy. I mean, California's called a state of emergency, which is... Uh, I mean, I don't know if we're there yet, to yeah. be honest. I mean, everybody but I've talked to. I'm not mad at that, though. Think, think a little field. knee-jerk reaction, maybe? I, that's where I, I think I'm at. Um, at least from all the nurses that I've talked to, mm-hmm. they're saying that it's kind of being um, overblown at this point. There's, you know, there's uh, influenza. There's um, there's other things out there that are just just deadlier. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. You know. This is just another one of those things. And coronavirus has been around for like 10 years, for people that don't know that. So it's been around. It's just the outbreak that's like. Well, I think it's a new strain. New strain or new strand, whatever they say. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a different type. So this one just. Yeah. So it's been around for a while. It's not not Corona light. Yeah. It's Corona extra. (laughs) So, like, so what I've heard from other people is that now it's just, you know, it's gotten bigger and um, it's spreading, you know. It spreads easily. It's but it affects elderly and young infants. Yeah. Uh, the most. Anybody with underlying medical issues, obviously, they're going to be more susceptible to it. Right, or you know, yeah. cause of death. Yeah. You know, so exactly. um, the body can't fight it. But I, I don't know if we're in a state of emergency. I don't know if you do that because it has a, I feel like there's some politics in it. Oh, for, sure for at least for, sure for, for time about election year and uh, well, with with him calling a state of emergency. You know they probably get more funding here, right? Sure. You're probably going to get more funding because you you do declare it. Um, but you know, I guess I don't know. I mean, do you stop events because of it? Do you stop living because like, or do you think the media is overblowing it? I'm sure there's part the of that media. too. The media, who's not a a group of educated medical experts, right? And that's what I'm saying, like. Like Dr. Drew's on his one of his shows and he's talking about oh, it and, and, he, and he and he's like, no, I mean we're this is way overblown, yeah. you know, this is going out of proportion. And so when you're having like people in the medical field, the CDC, who are saying like, you know, it is an issue that we're we're addressing it, but it's not at the point of a pandemic, right? Or it's not a um, like a state of emergency kind of thing, right? You know, just do what you're supposed to do. You know. Yeah, so everybody out there, st- stop going to Costco and buying all the goddamn toilet paper. <laughs> Shit, all the water, yeah, all the, all the, I'm like, what? Why the, the toilet hell? paper? The hand what? sanitizer. I get that. Yeah. The sterile wipes. I get that. Bleach. I get that. Yeah. Cl- yeah to- toilet paper. Like, man, gotta wipe your butt. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you do. <laughs> God dang. But I don't know, man. Like people like panic so fast. They do. But I, you know, once again, I think that's part of the media. You know what I mean? So, um, but once again, CC, CCF is still on, and yeah. uh, as of now, PIFA is still on. So, um, oh, shit. you know, those are just things to consider. And 
if anything, I, w- I would think the schools would cancel events if if they felt like the need to. Yeah, and that was what was going on. Um, and luckily, Cal State San Marcos didn't follow suit. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't cancel the event. And they allowed us to go ahead and go forward with it. So that's good. Did they contact the school? Uh, I think or that or somebody from the school contacted them. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody from Chetlu and the school was they okay. contact whoever's coordinated. Yeah. Um, on other things, on other topics, uh, kind of related to tomorrow things. Um, I recently had an interview with my my cousin who who has a show on YouTube and also through social media called Poolan Speaks, mm-hmm. and so he does uh, a lot of like language on his stuff and uh, on his uh, his channel. He also did a, a one on tomorrow dancing before. <clears throat> But anyway, they, uh, I recently got interviewed with him and he was talking about the authenticity of uh, Tomorrow Dancing. And so we kind of talked about it and he showed me a couple tweets from people on Guam. Um, I forgot the guy's name, but he's uh, well versed, I guess, in, in like some of the uh, historic uh, avenues of, of like Tomorrow heritage, which I mean like fishing styles and things like that. You know what I mean? Like some of the natural living stuff that we've, we've done and practiced in our, in our past. And I guess he was, he made a comment saying something of, of the authenticity of Chiroa dancing is uh, like stolen from Polynesian dancing. Uh, Typical, uh, more Hawaiian than anything else. And so he was asking me questions about it. I said, no, you know, I don't, as a dancer, I don't believe that. You know what I mean? Like I don't see what they see because I know I know the the basic motions of, of hula of Tahitian, <clears throat> and those aren't particular only to Hawaiian culture. Right. Like stepping with your foot out, what they call hella, isn't necessarily only Hawaiian, right? Um, so we kind of had this conversation. It was kind of weird, and then I kind of like dug more because I was going to be interviewed, and so I went to this this one. I think it was on Hawaiian history and culture. And there was also an advocate that's on there, and he constantly is talking about the authenticity of um, uh, Chamorro dancing. And the reason why is because they're hosting Fest Pack this year, which also has been pushed back because of Yeah. Which makes a little bit more sense, but to stay on topic, um, he was talking about the, he doesn't like the idea of Chamorro's coming to Fest Pack representing with that type of dancing, which is. Um, you know, they call it their indigenous dancing. <clears throat> Some call it neo-native. We all seen those, um, but it's not. It's not. It's not authentic dancing. But he refer- references that it's stolen hula. It's basically hula with your more words. Hmm. And and so he was asking me questions like that about like the authenticity of what I thought about it. And I mean, you have to hear the interview. Um, I don't want to take it all away, but I just said that you know. It's weird because as a hula, if he is a hula dancer, which I'm not sure he is, um, one, he, he speaks in references. I heard someone told me, I also heard this. So none of, none of those first person. <clears throat> right. Like he's so. never went to actually any of the schools and actually learned yeah. the dance. Right. So um, there are, he does reference to Ipuheke um, that it's been used in Chamorro dancing. And I, I agree with him completely on that because Ipuheke, I feel, is definitely um, specific to um, Hawaiian, right? Like, I, oh, that's the, the gourd that they, they hit. Oh, yeah. So you don't see that in any other uh, island in the Pacific. At least I haven't. You know what I mean? Not used the way they use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're chanting. 
But once again, um, tremolos, I don't think tremolos should be using it. I mean, you can use it as a timing, like a drum, but I don't think it should be used in, in the performance. But once again, the tremolo dancing isn't necessarily used for authenticity, it's to tell a story. Right. Right. And it's just basic common use, uh, basic motions that are used uh, throughout the Pacific. And again, you know, as, as a person who's supposed to be doing his research, mm -hmm. he should look at other um, islands other than just um, the CNMI yeah. and say that, oh, you should dance like the people on Palau. Yeah. Well, you know, Micronesia still is a big, big ocean. There's other people out there who dance. Exactly. Yeah. Dance different. Um, you know, if you look at the Kiribati, they kind of look like a, they have like Samoan maybe, like a little bit of that Tongan kind of like structure when they dance. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Cook Islands, Rapa Nui, they just look similar to Tahitians. Um, but a little but more nasty. Yeah, but there, I mean, but there, <laughs> there are slight differences, right? There are those those motions that are different, and so that's the one thing that I just don't understand. Speaking, because the guy looks sounds really intelligent, like the way he he studies a lot. He does a lot of Hawaiian Hawaiian culture studies. He has like maybe like fifteen posts that are just referencing tomorrow dancing and, and how we. We stole it, but I don't think he's ever done the actual research with a um, like Master Frank or something like that. Mm -hmm. I'd like to have that conversation. So um, that was interesting. That was kind of something we did during the, during the week. And I know that's that is a big issue. And, and the one thing that I don't understand also is that people have never done their research on P, on Fastback. So Fastback only invites people who are in that Austronesian chain of, of lineage. Guam is there. Guam has done. Uh, Spanish dances, Spanish dances at Festival, and the people who were throwing it on this from my this is from what I know. So this is what I read. Um, Festival committee was like, you can't, we don't want the post. Um, what is it called? Col colonization. colonization. We want prior, and that's when it, you know it came about that they were going to try to recreate something, um, chanting, which uh, they do that back on Guam and, and dancing, and so. You know, I would just look at that as well. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I don't understand people. It's, it's, maybe it's a new era thing where you see something, you're offended, you attack. You know what I mean? Or you write something like a fucking, <clears throat> like a big memo of your feelings. Great. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I get that, I guess. But you should have did like the full research. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? Let me, before I write this, let me go and talk to somebody that's in Tremor Dancing myself. Let me go see if I can email the master of tremolo dancing and see what he says about the whole, right. um, how it all came about. So um, that's coming out. That should be out probably within the month. Um, but yeah, I just don't. I, once again, I I don't understand why people keep knocking it before they even like learn about it. So gotta have something to talk about, I guess. Yeah, I mean, just something to be offended by. Yeah. So. That, that was kind of like my my thing that I've done within the week. But other than that, I've been busy with baseball and all that. Good stuff. Yes, coach. Yeah. Um, How long was the interview? It's about, I think it was about almost 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it on YouTube? No, it's not out yet. No, I so said it's going to be on YouTube? Yeah, okay. YouTube. You'll see it uh, out there, which is cool to do that with my cousin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there was, he actually asked me about, um, uh, He's trying to dance around it, but I just kind of talked about him because um, I know who he was talking to, talking about, which is uh, Dakota Camacho up in, I think he's in Washington. Mm -hmm. 
and his whole take on um, not necessarily doing the indigenous dancing, but recreating something that is particular just the Chamorros and something new age. And I, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't see why that's an issue. I don't think that's bad. You know. At least Dakota did his research, you know. From my understanding, at least he went to a, a, a Guma, tried it out, wasn't for him, and he moved on. You know what I mean? But he can at least speak to it um, with knowing that he tried it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. But once again, guys, you guys are on Auto Block Radio, Pulse of the Pacific, where, where paradise, paradise lives. lives. in here because it is, it is a um, it was, presidential year. Yep. It was Super Tuesday this past week. Yeah. Uh, you guys even know why they call it Super Tuesday? Because of all the delegates that they... Um, is, that, is that it? Super all Tuesday. the votes. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe. You know, I don't know that for 100% sure. You know? I'm assuming why. That's, that's, that's it, right? Super Tuesday? Anyways, uh, did you guys go out there and vote? I did. You did, Mark? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did? But I'm a um, nonpartisan, so... Sure. Um, I didn't get to vote on the primary. So. Oh, got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we all voted, which is cool. I mean, uh, with this whole thing, I don't know, man. It's just kind of losing faith in our shit. What do you mean? Um, well, government and kind of in general. When was the last time we had like a <clears throat> solid, solid, like, I mean, like president? Solid, solid? Like, mm. I mean, 
in terms of what? Because I mean, there's different things that people will look for. You know what I mean? Well, let's say, like, who do you think was who had both sides, like, actually, like, respected him? Mm, I don't think that's ever gonna. Would that that ever happen? I mean, I mean, maybe JFK. Yeah. JFK. I mean, I I wasn't in that era, but that's people pretty talk highly of JFK. Which is good work. Yeah, I wasn't around for JFK. Well, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all older, older motherfuckers well, in the room. I'm sorry. I mean, to me, Clinton was pretty good. Bill, besides yeah, you know, the whole scandal like, thing. So yeah, well, okay. Um, I, I think like, I think JFK was a very well respected president. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, um, you, but, like out of the last like five, do you think anybody was up to that caliber? No, not JFK. No, right? Not to pull to pull both where they both both sides kind of like. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. So I was willing to get to that point. Again. Hey, I don't think that's gonna happen. That that's what I'm saying. That's so like, far apart. That's yeah. why I'm like kind of losing faith in this whole thing. Like I don't, I don't really care at this point. Yeah, I mean, well, like like you said, like it's more important to look and identify what's around you uh, and it could affect you immediately, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't want. I mean, once again, Trump's in there, and you know he is the, you know, probably most divisive one that's in there. But it's only because he's punching back on the other side. At least that's my opinion. You know, what I mean, that's never happened in in our history. That's true. Where, you know, they were always the other side was always usually upset with them, but you never had like. The president like, yeah, well, fuck you guys. All that. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you kiss, how dare you? You kiss my ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, kiss I, my orange I ass. think that's their frustration. You know what I mean? So, and I get it. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, Biden's not going to pull us together. You know, definitely not. Bernie's not going to pull us together. Don't think so. No fucking way. Um, and, you know, Trump's not going to pull us together. So, yeah, proven that. You know, and uh, yeah. So it's just one of those things, man. Just you know, that's what I'm we just, we just we turn just off wait. the news and fucking just focus on what's in your backyard, man. Exactly. That's it. Man, I think that's that's uh, it's more important. I think that has a more effect on you uh, in your day to day life. Yeah. Uh, well, let me let me say this though. I did read this, and uh, it did definitely make me think. Um, because there were women that ran this year. Um, the top three that were out there. You know, I didn't really care about women. They just weren't um, women I wanted to follow by. Or people I wanted to follow by. Maybe Amy Klobuchar, right? Like maybe... That's what I heard. Like she was middle ground and um, not as far leaning. And, you know, I think, honestly, think, you know, she could have kept on going through the debates. Like I think like she legitimately had like some things that she could have talked about, right? Uh, Tulsa Gabbard's still in there. Um, for whatever reason, I have no clue why she's. But she's a really smart woman. You know what I mean? Like sure. she, she, she has all the credentials. She's, she has all these um, different policies. I know foreign policy isn't exactly a lot of people's. Um, what her, her foreign policy is, a lot of people aren't are fans of her. Um, but I don't feel like they should have been out of the race yet. But it's because of money and. Um, you know, just they didn't have, I guess, what it takes yet. Sure. You know, but that popularity that they need. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's the thing is, it's a fucking popularity race. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're not, no one's arguing over the over uh, policy. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You're just focused on whatever the media's 
shipping shipping you for. You know, you know what cracks me up though is who's that candidate that comes out this time about how he's gonna kick Trump's ass? On, oh, you know what I'm talking about? Where you said he'll been a fist fight? He whoop his ass in like a schoolyard? No, no, no. Wait, has somebody come out and say that? That's Biden. Oh, <laughs> no, not some other guy who said he was gonna run against Trump and that he would kick his ass on the. The, the oh, Mike Bloomberg? Bloomberg. Bloomberg, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that means just but, bought his way right in there. But the thing is, is like, that's what Trump has brought, though, is candidates jumping up and actually stooping to that level to come out and say something like, I will kick his ass. Yeah. You know, or Something you, like you, fucking you, WWE. Yeah, <laughs> you never, you never, you know, heard somebody on a, on a campaign a commercial come out and say something like that, phrase that way. Right. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, it's definitely like, it's definitely, he definitely changed the game into this weird yeah. reality show. <laughs> right? It's <Ooh>. fucking crazy. <laughs> like they were showing like side-by-side clips of like 1970 presidential races mm-hmm. where they'd actually like sit down and like have a, a debate yeah. into what it is now. It's and like a fucking circus now. Fucking, you know, Trump's out there like fucking calling him mini Mike. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Just clowning. Yeah. He's like calling some lady Pocahontas. He goes, I only apologize to the real Pocahontas. You know, I'm like, what a dick. Like, what, what is this shit? He's an entertainer. Yeah. Hey, he's an entertainer. What are you going to do? But, um, you know, I, I hope, I would hope that one day, you know what I mean? I, I think there, there is other things that concerns me and that he's brought into light, which is like, why do you have career politicians? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? True. Like, why do we have people who represent? Why is, you know, Nancy Pelosi still there after fucking how long? Why is uh, Mitch McConnell still there for however long he's been there? You know what I mean? Like, is it because no one's paying attention? And it probably is. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we're probably not paying attention enough. You know what I mean? So we probably should sit down and focus on who our senators are, who our governors are, and who represent representing us in that in that. You know, yeah, in they, Washington, they sit there and they hold that seat pretty much until they die. Right, you know? and that's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's not good. You know what I mean? Like, you have a president who's no only allowed to be there for eight years, mm-hmm. but everybody under him Just can be there, there for fucking thirty can. years. Yep. That's, it's that's fucking nuts. insane. Mm-hmm. And there's no way. You know what I mean? Like, to me, there's no it really leaves, reason it unless le- you're that it, great at your job. It leaves it too wide open for the corruption and. The, Right. You know? um, and that's what I don't like. Right. And, and I mean, anything else, they're gonna they're gonna make that rotation happen. Mm-hmm. You know, plus, I think sitting in a seat like that too long, it becomes stagnant. You right. Know, it becomes stagnant, become complacent. Right. And greedy. You know, everything that comes with it. So they have to filter them out of there. I think. Yeah, uh, it's just ridiculous. And that's something that you know, that's what I would start bringing to light. As a as a president, like you need to start looking at your representatives who are representing you in each state, mm-hmm. and you guys really need to start voting on these people. You know what I mean? Like that's how you're gonna drain the swamp. It isn't gonna be him. You know what I mean? It's not who the next president or the president after that. It's gonna be who the people vote for and make sure that that they're aware. Mm-hmm. People might go into I mean the polls, they might not vote on it, or they might just write down what they've always written now. Well, oh, too. Nancy Pelosi, she's always here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like a given. Yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't have to be. It shouldn't be. You right. know what I mean? Like, but that's I mean part of the whole dumbing down of the of you know your nation. I, I thinking about that too. Just this, this conversation it has me even thinking about myself. You know the seat that I hold. Mm-hmm. 
on my, my executive board. I've been there on that seat now 16 years. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just talking to somebody about it this morning where I can feel where I'm getting stagnant. Um, not so much complacent, but I think I'm kind of getting bored with it. With what I'm doing, yeah, and, and, and I think as, but but you know, it, I don't think that it's honestly something that I'm either doing or not doing. Honestly, I think it's the the lack of the support system that goes with it right now. It's yeah. kind of got me losing interest right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe if somebody else were getting another seat and. It might light my fire, or maybe I just need to change seats. Next yeah, you know, to light my fire again. But I mean, you can definitely see that. And at that level, of senators, or, um, you know, they, in those seats for so damn long, I can see where they could get that way. Um. Yeah, and and you know, that's another thing too is for them, it's probably a paycheck. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh man, you know, I'm not gonna give up this paycheck. Mm-hmm. But like, if, for those who are volunteering on boards and things like that. They might, um, they might say, you know, like, you know what, guys, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of being lazy, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really progressing this, uh, I'm not feeling this, right this organization now. anymore. You guys need to get somebody in next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying my hardest, but I think I've kind of hit my plateau at the moment, and maybe I'll come back in a couple of years, but right now I need to step down. Um, but you know, that's where we are, I guess. You know what I mean? In, in, in uh. In politics, and uh, yeah, sorry, man. If you guys are watching the live, you see my son. He's where's yeah. security? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's jacking phones yeah, and shrimp fries. Comes up, takes up, takes up trips. Anyway, and once again, man, you're on Island Block Radio, Post Pacific, where paradise lives. Um, let's talk about. I was gonna talk about the Rapa Nui. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, Moy. Yeah, Moy. Yeah, <laughs> guys. So, was it a couple of days ago? There was a, a truck that crashed into one of the ancient Moy in on Rapanui. And uh, when you say truck, like a Toyota? No, actually, like it, a, it was a little Ford. Oh, really? Yeah, I, was like, I saw the the, M, the logo on it. it says Ford. I was like, damn, they have Fords on East Island. Um, <laughs> what what the, brand truck would they have, Mark? Dodge. <laughs> sure, no dog. Um, Self made. Self-made. Yeah. They uh, initially were saying that it was an accident, that the brakes failed and the truck rolled and, and um, crashed into this and destroyed it. But now there's, I guess the driver was actually arrested for it. Oh, really? Yeah. And now they're actually saying it might have been deliberate. Yeah. What? Wow. Yeah. Is there any history behind that statue? Well, they're all over the island. Yeah. They're That's all- what East Island's known for. The what? <clears throat> East Island? But you said they're all They're all over the place Oh they're all over the place yeah. Okay So they all face One direction They're all Moai They're I mean they're huge They're you know, 120 feet Or something oh, like they that all vary, yeah, They all vary Yeah they vary in size yeah. though Because they built them All different right. sizes And there's some that are like Dug into the Or not dug into the ground But <clears throat> you know Over time like they've um, Dirt's covered them and So yeah. only the head's sticking out There's some that are still Built into the, the mountain And then there's some That are just Um yeah, just all over the all over the place. Yeah, they're made out of like lava rock. They're carved yeah. out of the lava rock. Um, Something like that. Yeah, but 
but uh, um, <laughs> I'd, I'd hate to be that guy. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, and have the the native just come out like, "What the hell did you do?" Right. Oh hell wait. So no. when he hit it, did it fall over? Yeah, it fell over and it it just damaged it. Like they call it. Uh, they use but it's basically it's destroyed yeah so, I can imagine being that guy but imagine him if you had to hit it and it fell over and hit the next one and the next oh, one oh this like dominoes dude bro yeah, imagine. just jump off the cliff <laughs> yo you know? so they think he did it on purpose yeah they're saying that they think it's but there's no facts that I'm looking at that are saying why right now mm-hmm. they're still investigating it they just have a what is this drunk they how the brakes failed and it just went rolling into this thing and knocked it over. That shit's crazy. Can you imagine like <laughs> what that must sound like on the island too? Because there's no trees on that island, right? Right. Huh? Yeah, they're gone. They're, yeah, there's no trees because back in the day um, they cut all the trees down, and I think it was they think it was to move like the moai because they would put them down like rollers, and they okay. would roll into where they needed to be. So why do they face one uh, direction? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. There's, they all face one direction except for one that faces the opposite direction. Is that the one that he broke? No. He's all, I need this shit to match. <laughs> like some crazy OCD like, kick Yeah, OCD. Like, <laughs> Does anybody know why it's like this? <laughs> Let me crash my truck into it spin it around. No, I mean, all I'm thinking is like, like the shit goes, starts falling over, and just all you hear is go boom. Right? Because it's probably yeah. heavy as hell, yeah. right? And all you all you're just like, Hmm. The hell was that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> walk out of your house and you just see like, instead of seven fucking moai standing up, he's now you see six. Like, how the hell is that? And you see some headlights. What? Out of four? Yeah. Oh hell no, he didn't. A fucking Henry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know how that. He goes, ah, the brakes fucking just stop working. <laughs> what the? F- Why were you driving towards the moai like that anyway? <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah. Stop yeah. asking questions. <laughs> we the cops. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna answer to you. <laughs> Badly damaged the moai and the ahu, which is the base of the structure uh-huh. of, the, of the of the moai that holds it up. That's crazy. They don't have no trees. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's. I wonder why they never planted new trees. That's what I'm saying. Like nobody planted a tree. Um, they're they're doing. There are people that are working trying to do that, but. It, I think it's because of the uh, soil. The soil. Yeah. Huh. So yeah. everything is important. Guess I'm building some cactuses out there. So. <laughs> I'm eat that shit too, son. But yeah, man, I think that's 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 kind of a. I don't even know how you do that. So what of what importance like, would you compare that to out here? Hmm? That statue, like like a lattice stone. Oh. Yeah. So that's the equivalent. Sorry, I'm, I don't know. Oh yeah, it's all good. I mean. I just don't even know like what you say after you do that. Sorry, you say sorry, my bad. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Damn. Right. Shit. Ford didn't get some new brakes. Like so. you can call State Farm. Hey, do you guys cover boy <laughs> <laughs> damage? Uh, you know what? And I have to recant that. I'm sorry. It's not a Ford. It's a Chevy. God damn it. <laughs> it's a Chevy. I own two Chevys. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a trip. Yeah, so that that's crazy. Well, to ch- change up some uh, topics and talk about some stuff that were happening here in San Diego, 
Bar Bar is going to be hosting a tiki night with Stone Brewery. Woo! That's there gonna it be is, folks. May 16th. We got the official go ahead. So, um, May 16th, Escondido. Oh, we got 16th, the what? Official go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, we oh, will May be 16th? doing May 16th. So, that's official. We, I believe, also, we're going to be hosting a brunch uh, yes. on this month, on 29th. The day after CCF. Day after CCF mm-hmm. at Stone Brewery as well. And then there might be another event that we're locking in on May 23rd at Liberty Station with Stonebury. Yeah. Yep. So we're in the works. Moving on up. Moving on up. Trying to get some events going. Um, I'm excited for that Tiki Night. This will be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What if you walk in and it's everything like you would see like at a... at a tourist tiki party. I think that's exactly what it's going to be. Is it? Yeah. So, it's, so it's, do it's, we make it authentic? I think we just help make it a little bit more. Fix it or help uh, fit more of the atmosphere that they want. Well, I think we're, cause I think they're going to hire somebody else that was from like LA area. Um, okay. I told them that we could, we could do it here in San Diego and, and it's a tiki night. You know what I mean? So, we're gonna have like little tiki torches. Oh, and my little... shirt is gonna be epic, bro. Oh yeah, vans all the way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, she thought like you know she just told me the lady that working with Christina. She said uh, you know you're the professional in that that area, so just let us know what you guys want, what you guys want to do. And that's so, cool. Yeah, so we're gonna play some like old school Hawaiian music uh, throughout the night. Um, some Guam, some Chamorro music, um, some Samoan music. So I just told her, like, we're going to go through, like, kind of the whole Pacific versus just focusing on the two islands that are usually focused yeah, on. Yeah. Um, and we'll have, like, some, you know, uh, audience participation, all that good stuff, you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It'll be fun. yeah it's, it's a, a fucking luau. Yeah, it's it's a always a nice luau. Right it's going to be a luau. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I think that's what, it's all kind of funny because they didn't call it, I was like, you mean like a luau? She's like, oh, no, we call it Tiki Night. I was like, oh, okay. It's not a luau. Yeah. Same so, so a luau. <laughs> I'm going to invite that one guy that walks around uh, Pifa. Oh, Maui. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> he stays in Mira Mesa. It's not too far from me. I know. Um, yeah, but, you know, so we have some events coming up. We also have, like, this um, possible football camp we're working with with Coach V. Yeah, man. Um, trying to see if we can package that together. It's for the kids, you know what I mean? Like, it's also, like, a positive... Um, uh, positivity camp, right? So they kind of like uplift the youth. Um, Teach them not to showboat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's going to be interesting. And then uh, that's it for right now. I think that's all we got going for for the moment. But we also have that Sunday brunches that are gonna be, should be coming up. Our first one will be the 29th though. So that's nice. We're trying to get an after party. We're not sure if we're locked that in yet. CCF after party. CCF after party. Official CCF after party. Can we announce who's playing at the brunch? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, for those that do know, uh, our, our brother Dominic and, uh, and well, Rich's brother Nico. Nico. Uh, the Dominico show will be playing at the brunch on the 29th. Yep. Um, so they, they have been uh, booking some, some shows out here locally in San Diego. On a regular but, uh, too. Yeah, on a regular, yeah. and uh, you know they they got a solid set locked in. So you know, if you guys can come out, come check it out. It'd be a good yeah. time. And, and I think it's good because I mean that's kind of a new crowd. It's inland, 
they play in Oceanside currently, um, yeah. but you know they never played up in Escondido area. So, and that venue, it's fucking bro, awesome. yeah, it's, it's nice. amazing. It is nice. I wish I had a backyard that looked like that. It's a three-story, yes. three-tier um, venue in the backyard area. Yeah, Waterfall, like a, boulders, and trees. Yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. With the outdoor bar. Yeah, two outdoor two bars. Outdoor really. bars. Yeah. And the waterfall right there in the middle, and that's where I think the artists will be playing at. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's dope, man. We have some concerts coming up. We um, have cliff divers, too. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I ain't so trying to go spearfishing in the goddamn river. <laughs> <laughs> you want a tiki night, you got it. <laughs> uh, we have some concerts coming up, don't we? Yep. Uh, March 14th, Rebel Soldiers uh, out here. Music Box. Box. Music Box. Yeah, and then I believe. Who are you playing with? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll figure that out. They they do have a couple openers. I just haven't paid attention. Uh, Some like new people. Uh, I don't know if they're new or not, but they're not as known, I guess. So okay. maybe maybe they're new. I'm not sure. Oh, I got you. Um, but for those uh, that like Hawaiian traditional artists, um, the group Hapa. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're gonna be out there in Solana Beach. Oh, for real? Yeah, in in April. So that it's on a Monday. I actually mm. might go catch that just because I know my wife wants to go. Yeah. But I would like to see it in person too, just because I don't know. Yeah, I've never seen I've listened live. to the tracks and it's amazing. But I think to see them live here it'd be it'd be kinda kinda sick. So yeah, uh, I could definitely post those flyers. But um, if you are local and into the Rebel Soldiers concert, me and Rich D will be going. Vanalia oh, and Clandy. For Rebel Soldiers? Soldiers? Yeah, with Rebel Soldiers. Hmm. And then, what? Uh, is Kaloi Kai coming down here to San Diego? He is, yeah. With Fia? With Fia. Roman, I, Roman think that's April, huh? I think that is uh, April 25th. Yeah. yeah so that's like, a little bit later, a little bit later. It's um, April. So April 24th, they're going to be in, in Anaheim, House right, of Blues. House of Blues. Then they come down here. Yep. And then and they then go, they go right back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the one in Anaheim is an Island Block concert series show, yep. both Friday and Sunday. Uh, so the one on Saturday, which is here in San Diego, yeah. So wait, are they playing at Soma? I don't, I don't know the location. Twister, can you look that up and see if they're playing at Soma? I, that's what I heard. They're playing at Soma down here. Kaloi like, guys playing at Soma? Yeah. <laughs> which is funny because it's like a punk rock. Yes, exactly. That's a that's punk, right. punk rock venue. What if you see the, the 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 what do you call the regulars come in? Yeah, they're like all Start rocked washing. out and like. Oh. <laughs> Something like that. Soma, 425. Wow, wow, that's crazy. I didn't even know Soma was still around here. Yeah, yeah, uh, J-Book played there last year. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah he saw, I think he saw it. the big that. venue? The, yes, the big okay. venue. Well, they got all the poly boys working security there, too. So. Oh, hey, bro, funny. you're going to have this concert here, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Is that's that how they sound? sound? You sound Irish. I don't know, man. <laughs> 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 Irish um, Simones. What else, man? Um, uh, man, recommendations. What you got? Recommendations. I don't know. Gotta think about it. No. You got any? Um, let's see. I don't know if I want to let it out yet. Good. No, I personally don't know if I want to oh. let it out yet. Um, you, uh, have you guys read any good books lately? Oh, that's what I want to say. So I do have a recommendation. Okay, good. Um, there's a book called Never Meet in the Middle. And it's written by a guy who was a professional negotiator. Um, with the military, the FBI, and in the book he talks about a lot of the stuff that he was a part of, negotiation-wise, like whether it's uh, terrorists 
or robber, you know, bank robbers or whatever. And he was in these situations where he had to negotiate. And then he turns it around and compares it to like the business world or oh, um, like contract negotiation stuff and how to still utilize the same tools that you would use in like uh, a hostage uh, situation right? mm. and still use that towards business. So basically trying to give you the keys to understand what the other side is doing to understand what it is that they're wanting so that you know how to respond and negotiate back with them. Basically, so you don't get your, your ass handed to you. Because if not, you're basically going to meet them in the middle and they're going to get more of what they want rather than what you want. Um, so that's, a, that's, a, that's one. I'm, I'm not done with it. Um, and when I am, I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys more info on that one. That's it's called, yeah, never, never meet in the middle. That's interesting. That's good. We're going to read that. uh, Never meet in the middle. We're going to read that before we go into our next uh, negotiations for contracts. Read that before I get my next argument with my wife. Uh, uh, there is no disclaimer in this We know book. you lost that one. Um, um, You're utilizing these skills to argue with your wife. Please put the book down and back away now. Riches are result. This is what they do in the military. She's <laughs> boarding her. Yeah. Well, they're like trying to read the book. Hold on a second. Hold on, what they I got something for you. <laughs> Chapter 17 says. It says stand down. Stand down. Uh, Who's the author of that book? Uh, I'll tell you all that stuff when I'm done. Okay. It's, it's a newer book, so. Nice man. No, I mean I haven't been reading lately. At least anything, uh, at least not like in a book form. I usually do um, forums, um, anything related to the audio tech industry. Uh, just trying to see what's out there. There's a lot of great things happening this year in regards to uh, live sound. Uh-huh. Um, with that, uh, with sound quality, but also with the amount of weight speakers are becoming. Which is lighter and lighter, right? Every time they make it, which is good, because uh, people don't think about that when they're doing shows and concerts and right. stuff. And that's probably one of my main things at, at this point, since we're doing a lot of mobile uh, gigs and things like that. Um, there's a lot of great technology coming out this year. Nice. Uh, and I'll, if anybody's interested, you can call me up and and I'll give you a review for you if I know about the product. Nice. Uh, if you're looking for anything, uh, if you're a new artist that's looking for like a small PA package that might fit your budget or whatnot, man, g- give me a call or uh, DMS on the par- power. Yeah. Nice. Help you out. Uh, I think I might have two recommendations. Um, one is uh, on Netflix, they have a new one called The Unibomber. Mm-hmm. Bro. Unibomber. Yeah, it's a four-part series. Let me say, like, the first two episodes, I'm sitting here like, this motherfucker is crazy. So, one, I didn't know the Unabomber was uh, terrorizing the uh, United States from, like, 1975. Mm-hmm. So, about 1999 or something, 95 or something like that. Like, almost like a 20-year truck, you know, of, like, just random bombing. No, like, um... Motive. Well, he has a, he has a motive, and he has, ends up writing it later. Um... So anyway, so he, but he like basically learns how to make bombs in his, in his like little shed in Montana. And um, they progressively get better at bombing or whatever. Um, he didn't really have an MO, right? He did. Yeah. Um, so that's episode three. So episode three throws out his manifesto that he wrote and they, they publish in the news. And when you hear his manifesto, it's crazy because first you're like, this guy's a crazy guy, crazy maniac. And then when you read his manifesto, it almost like, you understand his point of view 
it's weird. That's it's scary. Yeah, because then I'm sitting there like they're reading parts of it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, and I'm like, Damn. what the? Fuck? But then, in episode four, you know, they they a lot of people are like agreeing with this manifesto. Like, they're so can like, you give us a, a short. Um, basically, like, pre- he like, he was he was frustrated with the industrial um, world, and he basically foresees like. In 1975, whenever he he was doing it, he foresees like the future being worse, progressively worse, because of the industrial um, world taking over jobs, um, cell phones, and things like that would um, destroy the human race. Because it would, he goes, I pre- I foresee people getting sick, more mental health issues, um, the industries. This was in 1975. 1975. He's like, I see things just collapsing because of the industrial uh, evolution and he goes and it's almost to the point where we can't stop it it's gonna just keep going you know what i mean like and we're here i mean oh yeah we're definitely here you know what i mean and you see it now like you and that's what i'm saying like you you look around you're like people are sicker um mental health is way up homelessness yeah. is at an all-time high and the industrial uh, world isn't stopping you know what I mean? Like, like you just said, we're getting lighter. We're getting lighter. We're getting quicker. We're getting faster. We got 5G now. The technology train just keeps on rolling. Yeah, and it's it's too late to stop. So it's gonna keep going. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what his his whole thing was is that he wanted to basically throw a revolution against that. And so, so it's the act of what he did is crazy. You're right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I wouldn't go and. No, of course not. Yeah, You'll be bomb. mad about something, but yeah, you don't want to go bomb people. Yeah. So th- was he killing or was he just. Bombing? I think he killed three people. And so that's relatively low. But he hurt a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll yeah. take that back. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's yeah, crazy. It's, it's, yeah. So that's. Uh, what was his name? Was Richard Duenas? <laughs> no, no. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember his name. God dang it. Yeah. I remember hearing it all the time. What's, that, what's yeah. it called? The Unabomber? The Unabomber. Yeah. And he said it lasts for like 20 years? Yeah. So it wasn't like he was doing it like back to back, like every month. He would do one, and then like three years later, he'd do another one. And like two years later, he'd do another one. So it must have been, I wonder, okay, I'll watch it, but I wonder if it was strategic in the time of like what he saw was, was happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was his way of like trying to stop it. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and, I mean I'm not sure. I've he isn't a dumb that. dude. I mean, he's, no, he's like actually a say. really intelligent guy. Yeah. Um, I think he went to Harvard and was like a TA over there or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. But it, it's interesting to watch, and, and I didn't think I was going to like it until I got to the third episode, and then... Ted. Ted Kaczynski. Oh, yeah. Ted Kaczynski. Yes. Now, does that make you question yourself? No, because I'm not going to go bomb anything. Well, I know that. Well, I'm saying, like, shit. like, when you first, like, watched it, like, <laughs> oh, shit, I kind of agree. Well, I like stuff like that. No, I know. When I when I was like, oh my God, I think I kind of rude this motherfucker. And, and it's because it, you don't identify yourself as a crazy person. Right. Yeah. Um, and I've never read his whole manifesto, but I, just the bits and pieces that were read in that documentary, um, you're like, shit, yeah. I can see that, but I don't go bomb somebody. Yeah. I'm not going to bomb a fucking school. <laughs> or become the Joker. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not going to do that shit. I ain't got time or effort to do that. Crazy. That's something to think about. Yeah. Um, and then I think that was about it. I, think I had another one, but I can't remember the other recommendation. Um, yeah, I have to talk about that. But any, in any case, yeah. Did I ever bring up the the Netflix uh, miniseries Seven Seconds? No. 
seven seconds on Netflix. It's a little mini mini series. Hmm. Um, you get you get a chance to check that one out. Check it out. It's actually it's really good. Hmm. Um, it's not a true story, I don't believe, but um, it's about police corruption and cover up within one particular department that had to do over a, a black teen's uh, death. It was an accidental death, and instead of the cop that ran over this kid admitting it they had this big huge cover up and it, it goes into the family side see how it affects the, the young man's family mm. um, parents um, and uh, then on the cop side too how it affected their personal lives too mm. and uh, all the way to the end it's it's one of those where you're like oh shit and then you get pissed and then you Okay, there's some hope here, and then you get pissed again. So it's like an up and down emotional ride all the way to the end. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a really good one. Like I kind of put it on, just kind of eh, check this out, and then I got into it, and I was like, oh shit! And I just kept next one. Now I binge watched it one day. Wow. Yeah, and uh, like I, said, I always recommend that one. Seven seconds. Nice. Okay. Well, this is the day after show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We hang in a little hit a little low today. Yeah, well, um, if you saw Twisted Pictures, there was a three empty bottles yeah. of Jameson. Um, let's just leave it at that. Well, once again, you Out of Block Radio, powered by Dash. We out of here. Escalators. Yeah.